If I came to you 35 years ago and I showed you this beautiful cell phone and I said, you can control your irrigation system from this. You can open up and shut down your business with this. You can activate your alarm systems. You could contact your friends around the world video and do all these fantastic things with this little toy, right? That we call a cell phone, which is, they would be like 35 years ago, they would have said, ah, you're crazy. That's never going to happen. That's impossible. Well, it's 35 years later and everyone on the planet, well, 80% of the planet has these toys. Yeah. So I'm basically saying the same thing to farmers. We are, and we have the future of farming today. It, we're just 35 years, 40 years ahead of our time. It's time for conversations about our food and how it's grown on Farm to Table Talk with your host, Roger Wasson. We're talking about agriculture and we're talking about farming in different ways, upside down, inside out and backwards and technologies, but I've never had a conversation about a new technology and approach like I'm going to have today um, because it has to do with um, vibrations. And, and in fact, appropriately, whenever you talk about good vibrations, uh, ruling out the Beach Boys, perhaps. Actually, I should play the Beach Boys to start with because it's been done before, right, Frank? The, uh, but the company's called Harvest Harmonics. So, so actually, um, my guest is really kind of stretching that metaphor too, it seems to me, because harmonics, obviously, and vibrations and sound this and how does, I'm going to ask my guest, what in the world that has to do with feeding the world, let alone profitable farming operations? And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to welcome Francesco Arlia uh, or Frank. Uh, Frank, on, Frank. Frank, welcome to Farm to Table Talk. Thank you. Roger, pleasure to be here. Um, uh, I, 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 just from the introduction, I know I'm going to really enjoy this conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I hope you do. You know, I, I don't. I don't really care about trying to have a news show per se. <laughs> Sound bites. I mean, you got PR people helping your company too, and everybody wants you to say, "Get your, get your sound bites out there," and that's yeah, yeah. Mention the product well, a lot. Well, I want to. I, I want to just. With it. I want to jump in and and uh, and. And say the only good vibrations, you know, following the theme of the Beach Boys, the only good vibrations I think that come out of our technology is the happy farmers because they're vibrating very happily when they start seeing the results of using the technology. <laughs> I tell you what, I've, I've been in, I've worked around farmers forever. It's hard to have them be happy. Uh, you know, it's a, they never get enough money, and there's <laughs> bad years and bad years, and actually, there's good reasons for them to be complaining oftentimes. Yeah. Um, so, so anybody that can make farmers happy, I'm all for it. Uh, we make, we definitely make farmers happy. And as a matter of fact, um, you could, you should call some of my farmers you would have a blast, you know, because they, they've been using the technology still don't understand. They still don't understand how it works, but all they know is that it works. So, but, but the, the science of it, you know, the science of it is um, is on our website, and we have an ag engineer by the name of Brett Miller that uh, explains it all. 
I saw um, that. I saw you that, and I think he was the one that it, it had a video on there. Yes, and, and he had been at the University of Illinois. He is originally from the, from he graduated the University of Illinois. University of Illinois. Yeah. yeah, and I'm from Illinois, so they kind of got my attention too. And they did; they got a pretty good ag school there. And so, yes, they they, do. Before you jump in and start talking about this sure. whole product thing, I want to I, I want to establish the fact that you weren't an unhappy farmer to start with, and that's why you started doing this stuff. No, no, no. My uh, my background is I'm I'm a, a CPA, I'm an accountant, certified <laughs> public accountant. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. When I when I decided to become an accountant, I decided I wanted to defend the little guy, and I became a defense accountant where I um. I specialized in defense cases that led me into forensic accounting. I became an expert at forensics. So I was uh, really good at finding the bad guys, you know, finding where they hide all the money, where they steal all the money, you know, companies that were losing money and stuff, you know, partners that were stealing from each other or whatever, you know, it's just interesting. It was an interesting game. I, I became a real good investigator. You know, I, I, I thank all the years of watching Kojak on TV and, and how good it was, you know, and I, and so, one thing led into another about um, 2013. I said to myself, I was just asking myself for almost an entire year, you know, someone shouldn't investigate the food industry. Like what's going on with the food industry? You know, you know, the, the, the quality of our food was going down and, and it was just, it was just interesting. It was weird to me. And, and I looked at my, my grandparents roots in Southern Italy and they were farmers and my grandfather was an inventor of farming equipment in in southern Italy, and he helped all the local farmers. They even have a small little museum in Longobardi, Calabria, dedicated. It's probably the size of a two-car garage, maybe a three-car garage, but it's dedicated to all the tools that he invented for the community. And um, and I, I would visit there regularly. But long story short, I um, I got interested and I discovered this technology because it was born out of a medical center. And my mom was uh, terminally ill with congestive heart failure, three attacks in a row in November. It started all in November, 2013. And I turned around and I, I scouring the internet, looking, asking friends all over the world that I had for a solution because I couldn't lose my mom. And uh, one of them recommended this medical center in uh, Italy called uh, biomedic center, Como Italy. They said they do something very unique. And they use a, a medical technology out of uh, that's recognized, recognized as a medical technology in um, in Austria, Germany, and China. N everywhere else in the world, it's recognized as a general wellness uh, technology, but not a medical technology. Anyway, I took a chance. I sent them her medical records. I translated everything to Italian because I speak fluent Italian. And I write, read and write in it. And they said, look, mom is definitely in a terminal condition and we can, we can, we can possibly help her, but you need to get her here fast. Well, I got her there against all odds with her knowing that there was a good chance she wasn't going to make the flight because her, her heart and her lungs were in such bad shape. We survived the flight, got her there and within uh, one hour using this equipment. They figured out exactly what was wrong with her. They put her on a program and 30 days later, you know, we walked out with a, uh, a walker and no more congestive heart failure disease. And we walked in 
you know, with a terminal illness, oxygen tanks and a wheelchair. It was a complete change. In those 30 days, I discovered a whole new world of something I knew nothing about. And the inventor of this technology uh, discovered something in me that he liked, that he appreciated. He saw the care that I had for my mom. He saw um, how, how intelligent I, I was with uh, being able to build an accounting firm that I could leave during tax season. This was, by the way, February 2014 that I was in Italy. And he was just surprised how I, I organized the company and was able to just pick up and leave for 30 days. And so uh, I told him I've been doing it for years. And one thing led to another. He asked a lot of business questions. I answered them, even though different countries, but business is business. And um, he asked me if I would help him with some of his technologies. And I said, look, you saved my mother's life. I'll do anything for you. Yeah. And he said, well, um, I have several technologies, but I need, I need help getting them out there. And I said, well, what do you got? And he started telling me. And one of the things that he said, he says, I have one that's not ready yet. And I said, what is it? And he says, it's uh, agricultural technology. And I'm like, wait a minute, medical center, agricultural technology. How does that work? And he's like, well, you see what I did for your mom? He goes, yeah. He goes, I figured out how to put that, that type of information that's good for plants into, into program it into a microtransmitter. And that microtransmitter just has to be put on an irrigation system. And it gets the information to the plants and the plants will go from whatever condition they're in into a much better condition, you know, every time they get the water. And I like, Frank, we get, we got to let people soak in on that for just a minute, because this is a great, this is a a great story. I mean, it's a great story (laughs) you're telling so far. And, and we are going to go now from Italy. I'm glad that you were able there to intervene with your, your mom. You run into this technology and you want to apply it to agriculture and for the people that are used to listening to farmer table talk they were probably wondering when's the farm stuff coming i mean i think they're very interested in this and it's and it's and the fact is that uh often you don't you don't hear about the tech uh, hearing an idea for technology on the human side that you bring back to the farm right uh and um now we just need to get back to this so 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 what is it? What is this technology that you discovered so, that needs to be hooked up with the irrigation system? So it's it's a microtransmitter that so holds. What's it, how, so how do you define a microtransmitter? They're little things, right? And they're in. No, actually, you know what? Hold on a second. Well, yeah, they can't see it because we're just doing the podcast. We're doing oh, okay. the Zoom I was going to show you. They, yeah, I can see it, and I've seen the little tiny things. Is oh, so it, is, have you seen it on, 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 on the video? Yeah. Yeah, so here it is. Here's one. It's right, that little tiny thing. Okay, so people that can't see this, it's like a really thin, it's smaller than a quarter. I'll, I'll describe it simply. It's it's um, a little bigger than a dime and a little smaller than a nickel. But yeah. it's, as, it's as thick as a dime. Yeah. And so, and that's the size of it. And uh, basically, depending on how much water is being used, how much... Uh, what's the size of the farm? Uh, what's the volume of the speed of water gallons per minute? You know, these things are combined. There's a whole formula of combinations. Okay. To match, uh, the requirements of a farm. So we custom, we custom apply them to each farm. And, and that's how we can service any size farm anywhere in the world. But the technology itself is a, this little 
you know, microtransmitter that holds over 3,000 low frequency radio waves. Okay. Which vibrate. Which send out a signal. Okay. No yeah. powers. There's no power required uh, to, to emanate the signal. Yeah. Okay. It, it activates as soon as water is passing it. When water is passing it, it activates. It cannot be installed on PVC. It has to be installed on a metal pipe, and the metal pipe is then plumbed in um, to the irrigation system. Or we attach it at the pump because the the end the the outlet part of the pump is is all metal. So we attach this to pumps um, all on farms all over the country. And wow. in several countries, we're in 18 countries already and we're getting ready. We plan on having 26 countries before the end of the year. So water isn't water. I mean, so the, the, the water that passes through this technology, uh, what, so what makes it different and how does the plant respond to the, to that, to that water? Okay, cool. So let me put it, let's, let's put it this way, right? Yeah. Um, you wake up every morning and you don't wake up the same every day. No. Your environment has changed. You're in the mood for different foods. You're in the mood for different things. Some days you want to drink water. Some days you want to drink soda. Some days you may want to have a beer, yeah. right? So you're, 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 you're constantly in need or wanting something different, right? The plant goes through a similar process, but the plant can't move. He's stuck there. Yeah. He's stuck in that environment, right? Yeah. But his requirements for the day may change. Why? Because it may have rained that day. Um, it may be too sunny that day. Um, it may it may be cold. It may be hot. It could be windy. Uh, there could be pests in the area. I mean, the plant is dealing with things that are constantly changing minute by minute, not just day by day, but minute by minute. We all are, right? But when you're irrigating with this with this water that is infused with this technology, okay? The plant is receiving uh, over 3,000 messages, and those messages are going to utilize, going to en en enhance its ability to deal with the environment differently. So on a day when it's too hot out, okay, it mm -hmm. may need uh, to absorb more water, okay, to yeah. survive. So. There are frequencies. There are several hundred frequencies in the transmitter that are emitted, part of the 3,000 total, but just deal with the efficiency of absorbing water, okay? Just mm -hmm. making water more absorbable, more, you know, if the, if the plant is feeling low energy and needs more nutrients, okay, there's frequencies that help it to absorb more nutrients out of the soil. Okay, take up take up more of the fertilizer that's in the ground. It doesn't need it every day. It it it, it it's the, the plant will react to what it needs at the time that it's getting the water. You know, it's like I I need this. The frequencies arrive, and it it starts to manifest what it's going to what which of the three thousand frequencies. It's going to utilize. It may only one day it may only use 167 of those frequencies. The next day it may use 240. 
So the it's a smorgasbord. So, it, it, so it, in addition exactly. to so in addition to uh, a plant needing photosynthesis and uh, photosynthesis in water primarily, and then it's pulling nutrients. Often it's pulling nutrients out of the soil, which are being spoon fed to it by microbes. Uh, exactly. And, and the fungi and everything else. And so you get all this little magic going on. And now you have to be considering about what kind of the frequency of the water makes them more efficient of uh, pulling in the nutrients and utilizing the photosynthesis because well, it's, not of, just, it's, it's not just it's not just pulling in the nutrients. It's also making the water. Um, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um Water clusters, right? So the water clusters, okay, are are they're very they vary in size, right? Okay, if you and there's other technology out there, not just us, yeah, okay, that will break down the water clusters so a plant can absorb it, okay, right? Makes the plant absorb the water more easily because the water clusters have been broken down from larger clusters to smaller clusters, so the plant so the plant can absorb it more easily through its roots. Yeah. Yeah. We have a similar technology. We just don't do it the way they do it. We do it through radio waves. Other people are doing it through magnets or they're doing it through um, um, electronic stimulation. We don't do you. We don't use any of that. Those things are powered. That's all that equipment is powered by something. Okay. Or it's magnetized. We don't, we're a different technology, completely different from anything else that's out there. What we've done has never been tested before, has never been tried before, has never been attempted before. We're in a, we're in a space all by ourselves, but, but it works every time based on our results. What about the, uh, what, I mean, does the water have to be pretty good coming in? I mean, what if the water nope. coming in has got like heavy metals in it? Not a problem. We we discovered this in uh, South America where the quality of water, especially in the farming areas, is horrific. Okay. Um, It's still a lot of South America is is not like the United States where, you know, we have the uh, Environmental Protection Agency um, monitoring what's going on with our rivers and and lakes. And and, and in South America, it's it's like the wild, wild west, the way the United States used to be 60, 70, 80 years ago. Okay, so their rivers where they uh, channel water to flood their fields to uh, irrigate their lands is not the best water. But yet when we install our technology, almost every field in South America where we've installed our technology, because the, 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 the Spanish people are very skeptic and they've been lied to and bamboozled with snake oil and all kinds of stuff over the years, whenever they by, they buy something, they buy in small quantity, and they do a trial test, and they do a, a control versus the science, the the, the trial. Right. So they they never do anything if they don't have a control study, you right. know. And when they start seeing, and they've seen this over and over again, they start seeing our fields growing so much better than their right their standard fields. Yeah. Now they become a believer. But it was surprising to us when we found out that they're dealing with the uh, you know, some areas are dealing with brackish water. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. dealing with, you know, salt in the water. Um, they're dealing with uh, in, infested waters. They're dealing with, uh, let's just say, water that is polluted, you know, polluted waters. 
right? So it doesn't affect our technology. The water is a transportation mechanism. Mm-hmm. As long as it's water, right, mm-hmm. then we will adhere. The, the frequencies will adhere to the water. Water has a, a memory mechanism to it. And the frequencies will stay in the water for uh, up to three to four weeks. So you had some interesting uh, graphics. I looked on your website. So so uh, water, the smallest element, do you think of it in terms of a molecule of, of water? And then the right. atoms, the atoms that there can be atoms in a two or more atoms can be in a in, in a molecule. And then okay. when they're picking up your vibrations, they just are like dancing. They, they just <laughs> kind of like jiggling all over the place when well, they when they get near your technology somehow. Well, the reality is everything in life is made of molecules. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything from the glasses that you're wearing to the reading glasses that I wear to our cell phones, paper, everything is made of molecules. Mm -hmm. Molecules have a vibratory uh, uh, element. They, they all vibrate. You know, if, if you had the right tools, you could hear, right. With the right equipment, you could hear the vibrations of paper. You could hear the vibrations of uh, your walls. Okay. So everything has, uh, uh, everything in life has a, uh, because they're made of cells has some vibratory signaling. Okay. Yeah. What we're saying in the video. Okay. Is that we have measured the vibratory signals that are happening in, in, not just in the elements that plants need to survive, but also in the processes, you know, we've, we've measured the vibratory, um, sounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of photosynthesis mm-hmm. of the absorption of the sun. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so those th- we, and we were able to, um, duplicate that in a way that we can then deliver it to the plants. So technically if they needed more sun, okay, we can enhance that photosynthesis process because the vibrations, okay, are in the transmitter and they're being emitted as part of those 3000 plus, okay? Wow. So when I say to you, the, the best way, Roger, that I've explained this to farmers and then they get it, I'm like, look, if I came to you 35 years ago and I showed you this beautiful cell phone, yeah. Right. And I said, you can control your irrigation system from this. You can open up and shut down your business with this. You can activate your alarm systems. You could contact your friends around the world video and do all these fantastic things with this little toy. Right. That we call a yeah, cell phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is they would be like 35 years ago. They would have said, ah, you're crazy. That's never going to happen. That's impossible. Well, it's 35 years later and everyone on the planet. Well, 80% of the planet has these toys, right? Yeah. So I'm basically saying the same thing to farmers. We are, and we have the future of farming today. It We're just 35 years, 40 years ahead of our time. And, and we're bringing it. And the farmers who take us up on it, which are mostly the innovator farmers, they're the ones that are willing to try it. And we've got 
we're, we got, we're, we have hundreds and hundreds of farmers using our technology. Okay. And we're going to be approaching thousands soon with, with the new agreements that we're making. So the bottom line is there's going to be more and more farmers all over the internet, all internationally speaking about the Kiminasi plant booster. And in South America, it's called the Kiminasi crop booster. You know, Just spell that out. Uh, what, what- Kiminasi is K Y M I N A S I. It is um, the first two letters of the inventor's children's first names. Oh, okay. So okay. Keith is for Kirian, Mia, M- M-I is for Mia, N-A is for Nathan, S-I is for Serial. Yeah, yeah. Did so this, this get us into your Facebook page too? I'm sorry? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people just keep using the same old passwords. You know, give away all your secrets here. No. So, so actually, though, I mean, the way they use it, they have to, if they're not irrigating, I mean, if they're just relying on nature to to drop forty four inches of rain on their place and you know right. take it when they can get it, they 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 don't get to use this technology. So it's got to be delivered through a hose or a pipe or a tank or something, right? Pivot systems. You know these. You ever see these huge sure. monster sure. pivot systems that do one hundred twenty, one hundred fifty? We the biggest pivot system we had was um, I think the two hundred twenty acres. And it, and it ran 1,800 gallons a minute of water, and, and we set up on that. So this, you know? so, uh, I mean, that's fascinating stuff. It's the kind of thing that, I mean, 40 years ago, the USDA used to spend three, four billion dollars on really basic research, and they've really cut it back a lot. I mean, but this right. is the kind of stuff that if you turn the clock back, they would have loved to be in the in the ground floor in some of this, but. But and um, there just isn't there isn't that being done that much. Are you are you uh, working with any of the of the land grant universities on this on this technology? We applied for grants. We applied for I know three, but possibly four grants. We were denied on all all four all three. Let's say because I know about three of them. Um, we had denied on all three of them. And, um, and I said, okay, fine. So I just kept self-funding and I, and I self-funded and I self-funded. I mean, I borrowed millions of dollars, you know? Um, but that's totally fine because the technology's finished and now we're, we're doing well. So you get this Uh, little, you get this little disc. And so if they buy a premier, they install it, you show them how to do it, you show them the results and so forth. How do you make these things? I mean, uh, how do you get all these little radio signals plugged into that thing? Small as a dime. Everything is everything is programmed in our laboratory in Italy. Oh, okay. So everything comes from Italy. Hmm. We we basically became um, the exclusive international distributor of the Kiminasi plant booster and 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 anything Kiminasi agriculture. So anything that's developed that comes out of the agricultural division of uh, of Kiminasi is given to Harvest Harmonics for distribution. So you got a patent to work with? No, I um they they asked me if we should patent the the technology and I um I said no. I said no, we're going to keep it like Coca-Cola secret sauce. Yeah. Well, no, it's a, it's unbelievable. Well, I think this is I think this is fascinating. I'm going to let you um plug a site that people can go get more information right now. Oh, absolutely. So, so where do they where do they go and say I want to know more about this? Where do they find it? Harvest 
H-A-R-V-E-S-T, Harmonics, H-A-R-M-O-N-I-C-S.com, HarvestHarmonics.com. And, or you can call our office at 727-324-6750. See, giving away these commercials for farm to farm to table talk, but I but <laughs> I, I want to help uh, when I see some interesting new things come on. Frank, you know what surprises me? Uh, Tell me, agriculture gonna... now is yeah. is uh, all these new areas to to really get curious about. Yours is a brand new one. I mean, this whole thing of affecting the vibrations that can affect the photosynthesis and affect the crops. That's new to me, but until recently, the other thing was the microbiome, and now trying to pay attention to what's going on on in the soil, and um, you know what the microbes are doing, and what their role, and how you're feeding them, and how they feed the plant back, and the role played by the fungus, and then you and and then you add to that carbon, and I don't know if the if. Does this have any implications for either carbon sequestration or carbon? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when we're increasing the root system of the Mm. plants and the trees, we're we're sequestering more carbon. Okay. When the plant is when when we're when the plant is growing larger and stronger, okay, with thicker branches, it's sequestering more carbon. So it is it is helping with uh, carbon sequestration. And then also it gets even better because I'm going to give you some some information. I went, uh, I went above and beyond. I, I literally started contacting universities. I recently hired someone just specifically to do this one project and nothing else but this one project. And that is contact every organization, whether it's a university or not, worldwide, and tell them we want to um, get a quote from them to test our technology in 45 different science categories mm-hmm. okay and we're everything from uh increasing microbiome um uh improving the uh microbes uh, uh, the microbe activity in the soil because we've seen signs of this all in in all the our different trials but we haven't done any scientific trials in these areas so what we're doing now is if we have a university anywhere in the world and I mean anywhere in the world that wants to do a trial. And these trials, they can cost 20, 30, 40, $50,000 or more. The, our policy is simple. We won't pay for the trial because I don't want to be the company that paid for that, that study and then benefits from the, the information from that study. I want to be completely independent. I do not want to be involved with the study. What I'm willing to do and what we've done, and we have some agreements out there, is the university should work with a field study, not a science study in the university, but a field, an actual farmer's field. And we go to the farmer because that's real life situation. That's what the farmers want to know. Where was the study done? In the laboratory? Or was it done in a real cornfield? Was it done in a real pepper field? Was it done in a real melon field? Right? We put the, we will put up, if the the study costs 50,000 and the farmer says, the farmer says, we have, um, we'll put up the 50,000 then guess what? They put up the 50000 for the study. We give the farmer fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 worth of technology. He'll make so much money without technology, but he pays for the study. We want to stay completely independent. 
so we can just keep proving to the world everywhere, in every environment, in every country, that this is the future of farming today. Well, I tell you what, this is a good spot to wrap it up because we're uh, at the cusp of the future of farming and there's so <laughs> many things to look after and we can add to it vibrations. Frank, next time you come back, we really will play the Beach Boys. We'll just have a we'll kind of ramp into good vibrations because um, what an interesting story. Appreciate what you're doing. Uh, Thank you, Ron. Let's talk about it again sometime. So Absolutely. Uh, with Harvest Harmonics, I want to thank you for being on Farm to Table Talk. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Farm to Table Talk with your host, Roger Wasson. 